This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, July 24th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. GOP aims to aid everyone in ag. Trump, China deal means less now. Packer bill at issue in Kansas race. Hoven, ag aid negotiators, I in game. We have made some more clarity in the Senate GOP plan for helping farmers cope with the coronavirus, although Republicans were unable to roll out their full bill yesterday as originally planned. Although this will be a Senate GOP plan, North Dakota Senator John Hoven, who chairs the Ag Appropriation Subcommittee, tells AgriPulse he's been working with leaders on both sides of the House Agriculture Committee to craft the assistance measures for farmers. We're looking at what the House did, he said, referring to the ag provisions of the House-passed HEROES Act. We're recognizing that at the end of the trail, this all has to fit together. Arkansas Senator John Bozeman, who will be the top Republican of the Senate Ag Committee next year, also has been involved in the discussions. The bottom line, the Senate plan won't raise the USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation spending limit, as many farm groups wanted. The plan will instead provide a $20 billion direct appropriation to USDA to go with the $14 billion in CCC funding that Congress provided in the CARES Act enacted in March. There also will be authorizing language to allow USDA to address the needs of, quote, everyone in the ag world, Hoban said. Congress will replenish the CCC account this fall to ensure the department has the money it needs for covering Farm Bill program payments in October and other needs, he said. Keep in mind, Hovind acknowledged that there will be additional negotiations with Democrats after the GOP plan is released. House Democrats target Enviro rules. The House will vote on a package of fiscal 21 spending bills today after adopting Democratic amendments targeting some of President Trump's regulatory relief efforts and his executive order aimed at forcing meatpacking plants to stay open during the COVID-19 crisis. One amendment would block the administration from accelerating the process for federal environmental reviews. Another is aimed at forcing EPA to move forward with designating a group of chemicals known as PFOA and PFOS hazardous substances. The Meatpacker Amendment would block USDA from using the Defense Production Act to maintain operations at processing plants. Trump. China trade deal means much less to me. President Trump said last night that the phase one trade deal with China holds far less importance to him now than it did just several months ago. He again blamed China for originally failing to contain COVID-19. Trump noted China's recent strong purchases of U.S. corn and soybeans, but also blamed the country for the recent economic downturn here. He said the trade deal means less to me now than it did when I made it, Trump said at a White House press conference. When I made it, it was a great deal. A big week for U.S. ag sales to China. The latest USDA weekly trade data is in, and July 10th to 16th was a big one for U.S. ag sales to Chinese importers. The tally includes hundreds of thousands of sales and Fiscal exports of U.S. soybeans, corn, wheat, sorghum, cotton, and pork. 
USDA reports net sales of 1.7 million tons of U.S. soybeans to China, most of which is for the 2021 delivery, and 71,300 tons of exports. Sales have continued strong since mid-July. USDA announced subsequent daily sales to China of 132,000 tons on Thursday, 715,000 tons Wednesday, 126,000 tons Tuesday, and 132,000 tons on Monday. The new weekly data also shows U.S. sales of 1.96 million tons of U.S. corn, 127,000 tons of U.S. wheat, 253,000 tons of sorghum, 7,000 bales of upland cotton, 2,200 bales of Pima cotton, and 7,200 tons of pork. Roberts, under fire, defends Senate endorsement. For months, Senator Pat Roberts of Kansas has stayed out of the Republican race for his seat. He got off the fence this week, endorsed Representative Roger Marshall, and immediately took some heat from Marshall's main target, former Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobach. Roberts tells AgriPulse that his reason for getting involved in the August 4 primary was simple. I want to win. Marshall worked very hard on the farm bill with me, so his experience, he's been endorsed by every farm organization and commodity group. So that's one big reason, Roberts said. Kobach responded to the Roberts endorsement by slamming the Senate Ag chairman for his opposition to market restrictions on meat packers. Kobach said Roberts would prefer to back the powerful forces of the meat packing industry, just like the rhino Roger Marshall. I will stand with Kansas ranchers. Kobach backs a bill proposed by Republican Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa and Democrat Senator John Tester of Montana to require packers to buy at least half their livestock on the open market. Why it matters? Well, the winner of the August 4 primary will likely face Democrat Dr. Barbara Bollier in November. Don't miss this. The draft Democratic Party platform addresses the series of agriculture issues and has a special section on trade. You can read more at agripulse.com. CDC, COVID-19 health risks more common in rural U.S. People with underlying medical conditions that are linked to an increased risk for severe COVID-19 illness are more likely to live in rural than urban areas, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in a new report. Those health risks include obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and chronic kidney disease. The prevalence of those conditions generally increased with increasing rurality, CDC said in its latest Morbidity and Mortality Weekly report. The prevalence of these health risks also are higher in the southeast, that according to the report. Lawsuit over pork processing moves ahead. A federal judge in Minnesota has refused to kill a lawsuit alleging that a USDA program allowing increased line speeds at hog processing plants fails to adequately protect workers. The plaintiffs' unions representing workers at those plants argue USDA should not have approved the new swine slaughter inspection system without considering worker safety. USDA asked U.S. District Judge Joan Erickson to stay the case and remand the matter so USDA could offer a new explanation for why it didn't, but she declined to do so in her ruling. 
Erickson said she would consider allowing USDA to reconsider its decision at the same time she considers the plaintiff's motion for summary judgment, which USDA must respond to by next Thursday. Here's today's He Said It. This COVID thing's going to be around a while. I don't necessarily think this is the last package. That's Senator John Tester, a Montana Democrat, referring to the aid bill that lawmakers hope to pass before the August recess. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, July 24th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.